A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. It's Wisconsin's most complete farm show. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And so glad to have you along with us as we begin another month, April Fool's Day. How are you, everybody? Fabulous Farm Babe Pam Youngke. Tickled to have you along with us. In fact, this morning, I looked up the definition of April Fool's Day. We're going to share that with you as just another one of the little sidebar tidbits for a Thursday. Weather-wise, it's going to stay a little bit cooler than what we enjoyed late last week. Today, daytime highs around 42, but the good news is plenty of sunshine. Tonight, down to 24. Tomorrow, another dry start on Good Friday, 51 the high on Friday, 67 on Saturday, and Sunday, believe it or not, 72 is what they're telling me. Stumacher Ag Meteorologist has our weather details coming up. You're grateful for all the ways technology can connect us. Unfortunately, there are online scammers who want to take advantage. Malicious viruses, phishing scams, and identity theft are more prevalent than ever. That's why Rural Mutual includes cybersecurity protection as an option on every policy. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like discounts on select Granger products and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, a vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Farmers understand the power and the value of the sun. They understand return on investment. Cameron Olson, owner of Olson Solar Energy. This is an opportunity to get rid of that energy bill. Farmers understand taking expenses away. They they just get it. It's the difference between renting and owning. You are renting your energy currently, okay? Own your energy. It's a no-brainer. You are going to have that energy bill. You're going to. It's a known expense that every farm has. Put a solar field in, put a solar system in, and now make your own energy. It's a business decision, just another opportunity for them to look for that power and that value. You should reach out to us, and we will come out to look at your farm for a very specialized, specific quote for you. Even powering your whole farm, you can harvest enough sunlight to have a $0 energy bill. Go to OlsonSolarEnergy.com to start saving. Go green, save green with Olson Solar Energy. You know, we've got a lot of young people that are pretty excited. We've got the Easter break coming up this weekend, and maybe more importantly, the end of the school year already on the horizon. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yankee, and I'll tell you what, so many opportunities out there. We talk about it day in, day out, the opportunities that agriculture can provide for people. But, Scott, I'll tell you what, there are a lot of people that still have it in their head that if you want a career in agriculture, it's got to have something to do with cows, sows, or plows. We're so much more than that. We are, Pam. This is Scott Schultz on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. And Adam Whaling, Dean of Agriculture, Energy, Construction, and Transportation at Chippewa Valley Technical College based in Eau Claire, has a long list 
of interesting careers where energy use is concerned uh, because an energy use portfolio, he says, could provide many sources of energy on farms. And we're going to have to use them all down the line, he believes. That includes solar energy, which in recent years has become a little less expensive and more efficient. Those careers are out there. He talked about that during the recent Wisconsin Professional Dairy Producers of Wisconsin Annual Business Conference at Wisconsin Dells. I caught up with him and asked how much that alternative energy idea is being accepted on farms and what kind of careers are out there for young people heading into the field. Yes, Scott. So when we look at alternative energy, I think it's really important to understand that we're not replacing 100% of our energy with with alternative energy on most uh, agriculture operations. We're really looking at it as a as a pie. It's a diversified portfolio of energy production. So we're going to be supplementing with solar. We, we might be able to do more. Most of it with solar, maybe on more of a residential or hobby farm operation, but. Larger uh, production operations, they're just going to see a smaller portion of their of their energy coming from there. And there is a, a pretty significant payback on things uh, for alternative energy systems. They've really come along. They're advanced. They're efficient. The cost payback is there, and there's lots of great programs available. Tell me about some of those programs. What can folks look for? Uh, I know there's the idea, the notion right off the top that if I put in enough solar panels on my farm, I'm going to produce energy to uh, sell back to the co-op or whichever and you know what do we want to do with it in the first place yeah so when you're uh, looking at sizing an alternative energy system let's just talk about solar pv systems Uh, you're going to want to take your look at your energy bills from the past 12 months uh, and you're going to add up all the kilowatts of energy used during a year and that for the most uh, part is going to be your maximum size system that you'll want to work with so if you're working with a solar contractor energy cooperative uh, you're going to basically let them know, this is how much energy I'm using in a year. Let's size a system based upon that. So um, so you really start with that as a, as a main point. And then, uh, you know, you can do the, the bidding and, you know, talk about your goals or the system. What do you want to do? But your your goal really is never to sell energy back to the energy company. It's, uh, it's really you're going to use what you're producing, or you might be able to bank some of those energy credits uh, with the net metering programs they have out there. Um, and then uh, when you start looking at the, the programs to cover the costs, uh, most people are going to have to pay for the system up front, but then there's incentive programs that can bring the cost down. So a residential owner, you're looking at uh, a tax credit program right now, um, up to 26% off the total cost of the system. Focus on energy, you're going to want to work with those folks to see uh, what programs and opportunities are available there. So there might be a few hundred dollars up to a few thousand dollars available for some systems there. And again, check with your energy company because uh, not all pro, uh, companies participate in focus on energy. They may have local programs versus state programs. And then if you're a, a, an agricultural producer, 50% or more of your income is coming off the farm. There are, uh, there's a program called REAP, R-E-A-P. It's a USDA a rural development program where they uh, can cover costs through grants. Uh, they can do some cost sharing. They can also do low-cost loans. For systems, so you could potentially have more than half of your system paid for as a, as an agricultural producer, residential producer. You're going know, to get tax credits uh, up to that 26 percent, uh, maybe a few few more dollars off of focus on energy. So, so when you look at the cost on these systems, you know, look at uh, well, let's just say you've got a thirty thousand dollars system. You might have uh, maybe a actual payback at the end of it in that fifteen to twenty thousand dollar range, and uh, you know, you look at average cost of energy. That's a 10- or 12-year payback for most people. If you're an agricultural producer, you can maybe get that down under 10 years. 
And the cool thing about uh, solar PV systems, Scott, is that these are designed to last 20, 25, 30 years. So they really do uh, produce longer than their life after they've been paid off. So it's a, it's a great investment. It's helping be more environmentally friendly and, uh, and doing some great things down the road as far as helping diversify the energy portfolio. I think that payback thing is what folks like to hear most, that you actually, it will pay for itself, and you will, well, I, I don't want to know, I don't want to say free, but you'll be gaining some energy from the sun that you aren't paying a whole lot for in the end. Yeah, and uh, most people, too, uh, forget that uh, there's still going to be an interconnection fee when you have a grid-tied system. You know, you're not going to be completely off-grid. That's just not feasible in Wisconsin right now with battery technology. So people are still going to have to pay those monthly fees to be connected to the grid. So it's not like your energy bill is going to be completely wiped away, but you may be able to significantly reduce or not have any kilowatts of energy you're actually purchasing from the electrical co-op. Again, it depends on your net metering, how much system, uh, how your system is sized, what the weather in the sun is doing, what type of system, whether it's rooftop, ground-mounted, adjustable racking. You know, there's lots of factors. So what I'd recommend, get a discussion going with your energy company, get a discussion going with some solar contractors, and see what available options you may have. You never want to go with the first person that comes and talks to you about it. You want to get multiple opinions, do reference checks, uh, talk to other owners to see what the lessons you can learn. Because it is a, it's a significant investment. It's like uh, an investment the length of uh, most people's home ownership. So it's something that you want to definitely uh, to ter- carefully consider your options and know that uh, there's some great opportunities out there right now, very affordable systems. More opportunities, uh, more availability. Does that mean that the systems have improved in the past 15, 20 years? They aren't what they were 20 years ago, uh, more efficient, less costly, uh, what's the case there? Yeah, so when I started at Chippewa Valley Technical College, uh, we just built a new energy education center. That was back in 2015. And we do a lot of renewable energy training there. And at that point in time, you know, the cost for solar systems and the efficiency solar systems, um, you know, they were doing okay. And everybody thought, wow, this is really great improvement. Well, since 2015, the cost has come down almost half of what it was. The efficiency has significantly improved on these systems. Not only the so you can produce more energy off of the same footprint of solar panels. You can produce energy out of the front side and the back side of the panels. Uh, you know, so you've got a lot of great efficiency improvements. And we will continue to see efficiency improvements in these solar PV systems. And some people will ask the question, well, does that mean the cost is coming down? Well, you look at global conditions, supply chain management, uh, um, where this, uh, you know, sourcing products, labor costs. I think we're seeing that the the efficiency of the products is increasing, the prices come down, but it is being offset a little bit by labor costs because there's a shortage of trade skilled laborers out there. So, so I would say that right now the the prices have stabilized right now, and I think that we'll continue to see that uh, stabilization for a few years yet. But I think we can definitely expect con- uh, more efficiencies on uh, on the uh, products and the on the panels and the inverters and the efficiencies of them. And I think also if people start looking down the road at uh, battery-type systems, battery backup systems, solar-coupled DC uh, battery systems, there's going to be a lot more opportunity coming online. Um, You know, this really goes with the theme of all trades. We're seeing more robotics, more integration of electronics, and 
and uh, renewable energies, and it's just an exciting future out there for the trades. And, and this is my shout-out, Scott, to say we need a lot of skilled techs in these. So if you're considering getting into these trade programs, uh, consider uh, joining, uh, joining us at CBTC for an in-person tour, a virtual tour. We have a Future Finder event going on right now, so get on the website, check that out, and you can uh, connect up with employer panels and instructors, students, and learn all about these great, exciting careers. All right. Thanks, Adam. That's Adam Whaling. Dean of Agriculture, Energy, Construction, and Transportation at Chippewa Valley Technical College on the northern end of the world's longest barn in Eau Claire. I'm Scott Schultz. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. When's the last time you reviewed your motorcycle insurance policy? You should call Prairie Land Insurance. When other companies offer you only one solution, Madison's Prairie Land Insurance Agency offers you a wide array of personalized, affordable options. Is your current policy really the best? Talk to Prairie Land Insurance Agency, your local, independent, home and auto insurance agency. For your free insurance review, call 251-3009. Prairie Land Insurance Agency. Our Our best best is the the very very least least we can can do. Who better to taste test your dirt than a worm? (coughs) Tastes like grit. Say what? Grit. I said grit. At Kalani Topsoil, you'll always find the perfect blend. Our soils are mixed specifically for your lawn, garden, or landscape application. You'll love it without having to taste it yourself. Take it from a worm. Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. When it comes to putting a room together, I'm brilliant. No idea where you come up with these things. You didn't put the room together. I can just scribble an idea down on a piece of paper and voila! You drew the room and handed it to a lazy boy interior designer. I don't know how I do it. These ideas just come to me. Your idea was to go to lazy boy. That's all anyone has to do. I mean, I'm not bragging. You're totally bragging. But a little planning and you could have a home that looks like this. Anybody can do that. It just takes a simple meeting with a lazy boy interior designer. It takes about an hour, then they take it from there. It just feels good to have it all come together like this. I can finally put my feet up and relax. You've had your feet up the whole time. It's time to order your custom designs for summer delivery. Lazy decorators love Lazy Boy Home Furnishings and Decor Madison. East Springs Drive near East Town Mall. Pam is the name. Farm speak is the game. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. And I want to speak to our man Stumach, ag meteorologist, joining us live this morning. It is opening day, in case you didn't know it, for the... Baseball season, and uh, although it's still going to look a little different, at least some fans are going to be back in the stands. If you're going to Miller Park, though, Stu, so, I don't, I don't know that they're going to. I guess I can't say Miller Park anymore. What is it, American? No, you can't. What is it called, American Family? American Family Field. Okay. Well, the window, the roof's not going to be open on whatever it is, right? Well, I'm sure not. It's kind of chilly. It would have been like if they could have just held off on opening day till tomorrow, though. It would have been great. It would have been beautiful. Saturday would have been even better. Right. But no such luck, you know. And I know there's a lot of opening day festivities going on, a little cookout close by here. And the comment was this morning already, it was 19 uh, at 4 o'clock when I was notified that it's kind of cool for opening day, but 
We're going to play ball. You know how it is. It's spring, and we're all looking forward to spring activities and, and spring weather. So every little break we get feels great. Yeah, today may seem like a setback, but Pam highlighted it. It's going to warm up quickly here as we look toward Friday and the weekend. High pressures dropping in out of the northwest. That high is going to head right for Illinois. What that will mean is daytime sunshine. Yes, clear and cold nights like this one where we've fallen down in the low 20s and the upper teens. A very, very chilly way to start into a Thursday morning. The first day of April. No, it's not April Fool's, unfortunately. It is this cool right now, but that high pressure will mean sunshine and pretty quiet weather in store. As the high moves into Illinois, winds shift into the south, and we'll see that happen later tonight and for tomorrow. That's why that mild air builds on in. A weak front could turn that breeze back to the west or even northwest for a time late Saturday into Sunday. Not that it's going to cool us down. The sunshine will be doing its job then, keeping it very mild into next week. Later Monday, Monday night toward Tuesday, a chance of a little scattered rain and maybe even a thunderstorm could build in once we head toward early next week. I'll have forecast details right after this. Steffes Group has been selling everything from the latest combines, tractors, and tillable farm acreage to hay and livestock, the Steffes Way, since 1960. The Steffes Way is about doing business and working with people the right way. It's about trust, commitments, responsibility. If you're looking for farm or construction equipment, go to steffesgroup.com and check out the huge NREC Solutions equipment auction in Chippewa Falls. This is an online auction featuring 12 John Deere tractors, 6 cat skid loaders, 30 pickups and service trucks, a full line of pipeline restoration equipment, and more. For a complete list of equipment and photos for the NREC Solutions online equipment auction in Chippewa Falls, closing Wednesday, April 14th, go to steffesgroup.com right now. That's S-T-E-F-F-E-S group.com. Steffes Group, selling land and the equipment to farm it since 1960. The Wisconsin Beef Improvement Association is hosting its 64th annual Performance Selected Bull Sale, the longest-running test in the nation. You can bid online only on Saturday, April 3rd, beginning at 11 a.m. at dvauction.com. View the sale catalog, performance and pedigree information, and video of the bulls at wisconsinbeef.com or call 608-342-1119 for more info. Again, the website is dvauction.com, and the phone number is 608-342-1119. Boy, if you're heading to those auction activities, you're going to be sweating this weekend, Stu, but we got to get through today first. Yep, chilly today, Pam. That's how it starts, unfortunately. Sunny skies on this April 1st, and I expect low 40s for daytime highs. Uh, coolest in the east and south, warmest in the west, where it could be 44 or so. North winds 5 to 15, not bad at all. Staying clear overnight, back into the lower 20s again, with those winds becoming south about 5. And then Friday, sunny skies, most likely 50s and low 50s in the west, south winds at 5 to 15. Saturday, sunny skies, low and mid 60s with the southwest winds at 5 to 15. They become a bit variable, turning westerly by Saturday night. No big cool downs in store, still in the mid 60s, maybe some upper 60s on Easter Sunday. Not a bad day, Pam, to be uh, donning your Easter bonnet. Yeah, it sounds like it's going to be really just a nice weekend all the way around. All right, buddy, we'll follow up with you on Good Friday and see how good it really is going to be, all right? 
Sounds like a plan. Take Good. care. Yep. Stumach, our Ag Meteorologist, with your weather details. And uh, speaking of details, we're talking about opening day. Uh, did you know that normally, normally, when we're in full swing, no pun intended, as far as Major League Baseball, according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council, baseball fans in 2019 would have eaten somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 million hot dogs and 4.5 million sausages every season. Now, we're not going to see those kinds of numbers in the stands this year, and a lot of ballparks aren't even going to allow food. But, boy, think about it. Baseball, hot dogs, apple pie, and fill in the blank. We're talking more about what's at the center of your plate for the Easter holiday. Is it ham? It sure looks like it. Carrie Retallick, the executive director of the Wisconsin Pork Association, had a chance to visit with Josh Scramlin. Looks like more of us are buying more pork, specifically ham, for the Easter holiday. Stick around. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Youngke. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. You're grateful for all the ways technology can connect us. Unfortunately, there are online scammers who want to take advantage. Malicious viruses, phishing scams, and identity theft are more prevalent than ever. That's why Rural Mutual includes cybersecurity protection as an option on every policy. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Say, have you heard of the Wisconsin Farm Bureau Federation? Yes, it's the grassroots organization of people just like you that care about keeping agriculture strong. By joining Farm Bureau, you also qualify for money-saving member benefits, like savings on select John Deere equipment and more. Get more details at WFBF.com. A voice for farmers, vision for agriculture, Wisconsin Farm Bureau. Are you fairly fit but would love a little edge up? Are you entering middle age with a slowing metabolism and weak core? MSculpt may be your answer. A skincare minute with skincare expert Michelle Neeson. Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie is proud to be one of the first clinics in the area to offer this new muscle building technology called MSculpt. It's approved for building and toning abs, arms, butt, thighs, and calves. MSculpt works. One 30-minute treatment can be equivalent to 20,000 crunches or 20,000 squats. It's safe, effective, and painless with virtually no downtime. Sound too good to be true? Visit Rejuvenation Clinic of Sauk Prairie to learn more. Let your natural beauty shine through. View our specials at rejuvenationclinicofsaukprairie.com. These days, vehicles are powered by many different sources. Tom's Auto Center repairs them all. Tom and Tom of Tom's Auto Center. Gas, electric, diesel, and hybrids. Plus, we offer free pickup and delivery within a 10-mile radius. And a loaner car if you need one. Tom'sAutoCenter.com Tom's Auto Center With a getter fixed, getter done To get you going, guys Off Highway 51 in McFarland A stone's throw from McDonald's 
Shopping for that special someone can be hard. You want to make sure that gift is perfect. Jewelry is always a great go-to because it lasts forever. Place to go? Goodman's Jewelers. They have the best prices, something for every budget. They have incredible quality jewelry, one-of-a-kind pieces, diamonds, engagement rings, traditional and modern styles, and you can customize your own. Something for a Badger Packer fan? Goodman's Jewelers has it. A true icon in Madison, the city's oldest full-service jewelry store, is your family. Goodman's Jewelers. Do you suffer from chronic pain, stress, anxiety, or depression? Is sleep a struggle? Hi, my name is Tim O'Brien, owner of The Healthy Place. CBD has been working for my customers. While you have probably heard about me talking about CBD, I am on a mission to continue to educate on this natural alternative. We carry one of the largest and most reputable selections of CBD products in southern Wisconsin. Our AMM CBD certified wellness consultants are on the cutting edge of CBD knowledge and are trained to find the right brand and potency for your relief. Whether you're suffering from chronic pain, stress, anxiety, depression, or sleep problems, CBD works. With dozens of high-quality CBD products and brands to choose from, we can find you relief at a price point as low as a dollar a day. Visit one of our four Madison-based locations. Enjoy our live chat feature on our website. Check us out online with free shipping at findyourhealthyplace.com and free same-day delivery for our Dane County customers. The Healthy Place. Attorney John Rihala. Car crashes happen in an instant. A distracted driver crosses the center line into your lane, or road construction makes everyone stop except for the truck in your rearview mirror. Life changes in that moment, and now the world feels very different. We can help you. At Clifford and Rihala, our experienced attorneys know that someone badly injured in a crash can feel confused and even overwhelmed by everything that follows. Doctor's appointments, bills, missed work, and maybe an insurance company calling and pressuring you to settle right now before you even know what your injuries are. Call us. Clifford and Rihala is ready to help you, and we won't stop fighting until we reach your maximum recovery. For relentless dedication to helping you and your family, choose Clifford and Rihala, hardworking, skilled attorneys fighting for you. For justice, myjustice.com. All right, Strobes, let's just let's just tear the bandit off. I want to talk about I was singing you guys' praises the other day, by the way, because the season, as you step back and look at it as a whole for Wisconsin hockey, what a success. I mean, it's something you guys haven't done in forever, you know, winning well, you've never won the Big Ten, winning the Big Ten and then getting to the NCAA tournament. I mean, hell a hell of a run to in the Big Ten tournament itself. But let's let's just rip the band-aid off. Uh, the NCAA tournament, obviously it hurts. As you just said, you're moving on, though, uh, when you lost there or when they lost you guys to Bemidji State. What was it like uh, seeing it all unfold and then afterwards once the final whistle had blown? What was, uh, what was the locker room like and what have you done who have the ultimate motivator, the ultimate speaker? What are you using this as moving forward for Wisconsin? Well, again, uh, first of all, I, I appreciate the kind words. And, and then, again, the reality sets in when you go in as a number one seed and you feel like you got a great draw out there and and we certainly I felt like we had the team to get to the frozen four and that was very disappointing you know I just I didn't feel like we started the game well and and certainly Bemidji was hungry and took took it to us physically I didn't think we really established a four check at all and you know in the end you can't keep relying on your power play to to bail you out and um we, we just didn't play an overall team game that we needed to. And, you know, we fought back at the end, but it was too little too late. And, 
you know, again, everybody has to take responsibility on that and, and you know, use it as a learning experience yeah. for sure. But I, I, I definitely think we could have played much grittier and more physical, and we needed to get pucks behind, you know, their defensemen and, and, and score goals and make plays off our forecheck. We were trying to make them, uh, you know, on zone entries, and, and Bemidji was just stacking guys, you know, four at the blue and a and a back checker slash tracker, you know, coming back to hunt the puck and, you know, take your hat off to them. They, they executed a better game plan at the, at the uh, time they needed to, and we just – we didn't pay the price we needed to, in my opinion. And so you learn from it. I was very solid in the locker room for sure. I think a bit of a, a shock. And and then in the understanding that for some guys it's over. You know, your, your yeah. college career is done. You're a senior. Um, but, you know, again, I thank all of them. All our seniors were awesome this year and, and worked their tails off and, and really performed at a level that um, – was what we now need to be accustomed to every year is Badger hockey and passing that on to the younger guys that the expectations are winning. It is about championships. It is about giving yourself a chance to get to the Frozen Four. Now, Strobes, we just got a guy jump on Twitch.tv here. Uh, I'm, I'm streaming on there at Ebo Says, and Burnsy says, my favorite day of the week because Strobel is on just to kill it. Good morning, fellas. So you got the fans out there, Strobel. So I got to ask you, brother. Uh, we were talking about this Saturday uh at because we had a golf event and we were talking about saturday and bernsey who's on here now you know saying good morning to you he was like dude that ice was terrible at uh at bridgeport connecticut i know you're not making excuses i'm not making any excuses but what's the reality of the situation with that ice that they had there in that arena i wasn't good it wasn't good and again i i'm I'm just gonna be truthful with you It, it seemed very uh it was like glue to be honest with you and I know Bemidji had to play on it too, but certainly we're a fast team. We got some guys that can can motor, and um, it it just seemed even from the first practice we had there, um, you know, they they really throw down a ton of water. It just it didn't move well. Uh, it seemed scratchy almost, like if really? if you were to slide on it, uh, you know, it would grab your jersey almost. So <laughs> it yeah, it just wasn't in the best of condition. But again, like I'm just not a guy that'll sit and use that yes. you know the wrong way. You still got to work hard and be physical and, and gain your own ice out there every inch of it by sweating and um you know Bemidji was a better team and 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 again we got to learn from it in the future to prepare where you know it's it's uh it's a one game shot and your season's over and you got to fight to the death for that you know yeah strobes so i was thinking about this yesterday and it was something i was talking about on monday i'm like yeah it's disappointing that wisconsin did lose obviously a fr- last friday to bemidji but when you take a step back and you look at the season as a whole and what if you guys have were able to accomplish, it's nothing short of incredible. Strobes, I don't know if you know this, but there's this thing called COVID-19. There's a global pandemic going on, <laughs> and you guys were able to band together and win the Big Ten. And then when you have, uh, obviously, teams like, what was it, Michigan fell off because of COVID, then you had Notre Dame fall off because of COVID, uh, and they couldn't play in the NCAA tournament. Here you guys are for the first time, what, in seven years – amidst a global pandemic, winning the Big Ten, the season you have unfolding, when you take a step back and look at it as a whole, what an accomplishment, what an incredible season, and I look at it as, as a stepping stone. What's next? You're stacking wins. You're stacking success. You could go to Chicago to hear about the Board of Trade. 
But isn't it easier to listen to Pam Yonke? This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Yonke. Oh, you don't need to listen to me. Owen Feenstra from Everag and Rice Dairy down in Chicago is going to be our guest this morning in about 15 minutes or so. Big day yesterday in Chicago. USDA's grain stock report and prospective plantings updates really surprised the market. We'll get to all that yet. I'm Pam Yonke. Now, from the Landmark Services Cooperative Agri-News Desk, here's what's happening on a Thursday. So today, the first day of April... On this day back in 1970, the Milwaukee Brewers were founded. So that started with Bud Selig and Edmund Fitzgerald acquiring the Seattle Pilots. That was a franchise. They renamed the team Milwaukee Brewers as a tribute to the city's long association with the brewing industry. Milwaukee Brewers founded on this day in 1970. On this day in 1976, Apple Incorporated was founded. Remember, that started with Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak, and Ronald Wayne. By the time they hit 2012, the company's global revenue amounted to $156 billion, and imagine where it is today. Another fun one, on this day in 1956, the BBC broadcast the Spaghetti Tree Hoax. It was a three-minute film. And it portrayed a Swiss family that was harvesting spaghetti from a tree. And the BBC got overwhelmed by people that were contacting them, trying to find out how they could grow a plant like that. It's considered one of the best April Fool's jokes ever pulled. And what about April Fool's? Why do we call it that? It is not official, like a a holiday or anything. But what I found out is they think it goes back to 1582 when they switched from a Julian calendar to the Gregorian calendar. And apparently uh, some people didn't get the message and they did not recognize January 1st was the beginning of the new calendar year. So they turned in to the butt of jokes and hopes hoaxes. They called them April Fools because they didn't know about the calendar change. So there you go. Probably more on that than you needed this morning, but there you have it. I'll tell you what, we've got uh, Easter weekend coming up. Don't forget tomorrow is Good Friday. The markets will be closed, but it does look like it's going to be a good holiday season for a lot of our Wisconsin pork producers. Why? Because ham is back at the center of the plate. And this year, compared to previous years, you might actually be buying more ham. Josh Gramlin's got an update. Have you decided what you're going to cook for Easter yet? If you haven't, then you're running out of time. Easter is this upcoming Sunday, April 4th, and a lot of people are looking to have a ham on the table. Carrie Ritalik is the executive director of the Wisconsin Pork Association. And Carrie, kind of walk me through just how big of a holiday Easter is for the pork industry. Well, Easter is always a special occasion, and a lot of people do uh, purchase hams for their Easter dinner. And this year is going to hopefully look a lot different than last year. We're hoping to be able to get families together for Easter um, on a conservative basis. But to a large degree, you know, we, we feel that the pork industry and serving ham is something that's a mainstay for a lot of our consumers out there. So there's a lot of great ways to um, serve serve ham. Um, we, at our house, we like baked ham, and a lot of times we'll have um, kind of a savory brown sugar glaze that goes with it, and it's just really delightful. Um, this time of the year, you can usually get pretty good buys on, on hams, um, 
our family, uh, uh, again, likes it when the ham has the bone in. It just has a lot of flavor, and we really, we really appreciate that of it. And this time of the year, there's usually a special. So you might be able to pick up, you know, a, a 10, 12-pound um, ham, either butt portion or shank portion, and be able to cook that up for your Easter dinner and then, of course, um, enjoy it for leftovers as well. That's the best part of the whole thing is that you can have an endless amount of leftovers. You could eat ham for a week if you wanted to. But, Carrie, I, I want to back up and, and uh, talk a little bit more about something you said. Last year, the pork industry missed out on one of their biggest times of the year for hams because Easter 2020 was right at the beginning of the pandemic. Exactly. And, you know, so many of the folks, including our family, you know, we just didn't get a chance to uh, get together. And so we're really looking forward. Um, most of the folks that are coming have had their um, vaccinations. And so we're looking forward to getting together. But like last year, there's there's probably um, opportunity for um, some virtual where you might have your own ham at home. I know last year during Easter, the um, amount of pounds for ham was down her family just a little bit just because they didn't have those larger gatherings. So um, we're hoping that, you know, a larger group that gets together, you know, they will, they typically, you know, purchase that 10 to 12 pound Easter ham. And you want to cook it um, to to the temperature needed. Um, We always promote um, thermometers um, so that, you know, that that internal temperature is going to reach that 145 degrees um, as you're as you're cooking that, because you don't want to cook it too long. You want to make sure that it's a juicy um, piece of ham to put on your Easter dinner plate. That's Carrie Retallick. She is the executive director of the Wisconsin Pork Association. According to the National Pork Board, there are three reasons behind why people choose ham on Easter. Number one is they find ham to be crowd-pleasing, meaning that their family loves it. The second is they love the flavor of ham. And then the third is that ham is their go-to. It's a very traditional Easter dish. So if you don't have that ham yet for Easter, like Carrie said, run to the store. They've probably got some good deals. Support our pork industry this upcoming holiday. And for the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Josh Scramlin. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. When you see water in your basement, it usually spells trouble. Some other insurance companies might leave you high and dry and not in the way you want. That's why Rural Mutual offers a limited water endorsement on their homeowner's policy to help cover flood, sewer backup, and sump pump coverage. Rural Mutual Insurance, keeping Wisconsin strong. Well, the market's got a surprise yesterday with USDA's prospective planting report and the grain stock update. First, the prospective plantings. They estimate that farmers are going to plant about 91.1 million acres of corn this year. That's less than 1% more than 2020. Meanwhile, the soybean acres, 87.6 million acres. That's up less than 5% from last year and way under what the trade was estimating. Same thing on grain stocks. The soybean grain stocks dropped 31% compared to the last report, and that was a surprise to the marketplace. So uh, basically, we were locked up the limit yesterday in Chicago on both uh, corn and soybeans for a time, and the markets remain robust overnight. December corn right now is up 15 cents at 492. 
too. November beans are up 20 cents at 12.75 and July wheat right now that's unchanged at 6.15 and 3 quarters. Barrel cheese on Wednesday gained a quarter of a cent to 148 and a quarter. 40 pound black cheese down a penny at 173 and 3 quarters, while AA butter dropped a half to 181 and 3 quarters per pound. Now, the fluid milk for April is trading 13 cents lower right now at 1747. May milk is right now down 21 cents at 1802 weight. Yeah, I did want to point out an opportunity for maybe somebody you know, maybe yourself. The Midwest Farm Report is recruiting. We need to add more people. Now that dairy breakfasts and county fairs and all that's coming back online, we are finding ourselves shorthanded. So if you've ever thought about being involved in farm broadcasting, sharing the message of Wisconsin agriculture, what farmers do, helping consumers connect the dots on where their food comes from and how it's produced, and if you've got a flair for things like social media and getting out in the general public and meeting our audience, boy, I would love to hear from you. I don't care if you want to go to Eau Claire, La Crosse, Madison, or elsewhere. We are looking for young Old, male, female, farm, non-farm, whatever you got. We uh, would love to talk to you. So please either find more details on our Facebook page, Fabulous Farm Babe, or you can feel free to just email me directly, pam at midwestfarmreport.com. Pam at midwestfarmreport.com. No phone calls, please, but send me an email and let me know if you're interested. We sure would love to talk to you. Well, speaking of talking, we're talking with him next. Owen Feenstra from Everag Rice Dairy down in Chicago is our special guest. Can't get enough farm news? The stories you hear and more 24-7 at midwestfarmreport.com. It's almost time to run Madtown. Take part in this annual tradition at your own pace. Run anytime the week of May 29th and send in your results. Choose the 5K, 10K, half or full marathon or the kids 2K. Get your swag in the mail and make your own route. You'll get a premium tech shirt, finisher medal, race bid, invite only access to virtual training and classes with local celebs and experts, plus pre-race food and a Michelob Ultra from Festival Foods. Get registered today. Details at runmadtown.com. Compere Financial helped us get into our forever home. They helped me expand more than acreage. And helped our dairy grow for the next generation. At Compure Financial, we see potential in every plan. Our focus on exceptional client experience is at the heart of everything we do. And our financial team will help make every step easy and convenient. See why our clients trust us to make their goals possible. Compure Financial ACA is an equal opportunity lender and equal opportunity provider. And MLS number 619731, copyright 2021, all rights reserved. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection, a name you can trust when service is a must. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection is here 24 hours a day, seven days a week for all your residential and commercial plumbing services. From installation, repairs, and maintenance to complete sewer and drain cleaning, we've got you covered. Visit MononaPFP.com. Monona Plumbing and Fire Protection, a name you can trust when service is a must. Chris Collini with a dirty little secret. Growing up, we were encouraged to track mud in the house. After all, dirt has been our family business for generations. Today, we rely on more than our boots to transport our nutrient-rich soils. We have bigger trucks and better equipment if you need it delivered. Or you can simply pick it up at our awesome dirt-filled processing plant. Take it from a worm. 
Trust the guys who know good dirt. Kalani Topsoil. Now that's good dirt. Farm goddess, agricultural princess, queen of all that moves. Nah, let's stick with farm babe. This is the Midwest Farm Report with Pam Young. Ah, you got it. And it's time for us to find out what's cooking when it comes to dairy markets and uh, dairy consumption. And joining us this morning, Owen Feenstra with the uh, Rice Dairy folks down in Chicago, now a part of EverAg, and checking in live with us this morning. So let's jump right into it, Owen. Uh, there's been a couple global auctions, a lot of issues, I should say, conversations on the global scene when it comes to dairy, not just volume, but also prices. What do you see developing this morning? Yeah, no, you're correct. There have been some developing things, you know, around the globe, uh, you know, starting with the GDT, seeing a lot of, um, you know, those dairy product prices move higher um, a couple of sessions ago and kind of looking forward to that you know, coming into the next week. But, you know, between, you know, European and, and New Zealand prices moving higher and, um, you know, putting putting the U.S. at a bit of a discount, it seems like it seems like us being at a discount. There's some there's some room to move higher in, in the U.S. market. That is. Yeah, yeah, that is good. And now we're seeing a little bit of disparity between our barrel and block cheese price. But are we still considered kind of the the cheapest source for a lot of dairy? Yeah, no, that's that's true. I think recently, you know, um, prices across the pond have been cooling off a little bit, you know, hearing about some supply chain issues over there. But still, when we're talking about cheese, butter, um, skim, nonfat, we're still sitting we're still sitting discount to the rest of the world. And I think that's we're still in a position to be inviting of an export bid. I'm I'm good with that. So the catch is, uh, are we going to get that business? I mean, dairy farmers, you know, this morning, April milk, uh, May milk, trending a little bit lower. We can't get much uh, yeah. towards that $18 mark. I mean, what's the projections there, Owen? If we're kind of the, the bottom edge of the prices, uh, you know, if we can get the business, can we see mm. that milk price go up? Yeah, you know, I think it is all dependent on a lot of it is dependent on supply chain right now, one, and on the rate that we're going to get the U.S. vaccinated. You know, as we are, we're in a position that we can we can get exports off just solely based on prices. But we're hearing a lot of issues, you know, at the ports. We're hearing that plastic parts, um, a lot of a lot of the components that go into freight and logistics are on back order and that's kind of creating a problem for us but based on a pure pure price perspective we're there you know we're 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 in a position that we should be getting be getting some prices off but yesterday's price action you know you you mentioning that we're a little bit lower um i think it is a bit of a cool off but i don't think it's anything to you know be too 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 worried about you know, I, I did a, uh, had a conversation with somebody from Dairy Farmers of Wisconsin that's monitoring mm. the uh, restaurant side of things and said a lot of that is starting to come back online. Is that potentially light at the end of the tunnel? Yes, I think so, for sure. I mean, even here in Chicago, things are starting to open up. Texas pretty much is full bore. You know, you see out west that, you know, a lot of people are getting out and about and going to restaurants and you know if we can keep getting people vaccinated we're looking at we're looking at the data right now and and we are seeing growth in foot traffic and full service 
in full service restaurants. And, you know, coming back to butter, that's where almost 40% of butter demand comes from. So I think there's light at the end of the tunnel when it comes to that. Yeah, I was noticing on a report that uh, it seems like a lot of this keys off Easter weekend. And uh, butter, uh, you know, that's been one of those products where, again, we've been the low price leader around the world. Uh, things could change pretty drastically, though, if we start slathering butter on some of those restaurant menus. Yes, yes, for sure. You know, speaking of butter, with their cold storage report last week, you know, we came in below below trade expectations, below a uh, nearly half the five-year average. Last week, USDA reaffirmed the dairy donation program, which, you know, we, we thought had kind of gone quiet for a little bit. So between between, you know, oncoming demand from the restaurant scene and the dairy donation program, I think we're poised to make a make a pretty good move higher. What do you hear on that uh, dairy donation program, Owen? It's been tough to keep our eye on that ball because of the change of yeah. administrations, et cetera. Yeah, nope. So it had gone quiet for a little bit. Um, we knew that we knew that it had the potential to be, you know, a pretty big mover for class four. Um, we know that total is going to be $400 million. And even if we get a third of that to dairy, you know, that is, that is a, that is a very large chunk specific to one product, you know, it's put in place to initially go to the lower of the class, the class product and butter is in the scope for that. So even if we get a portion of that $500 million between, you know, lower cold storage, lower, lower product in the fridge and money going towards those purchases, I think I think it bodes well. Well, we could definitely clean out that inventory pretty quick. That kind of goes hand in glove yeah. with what we saw yesterday on the grain stock report, you know? Exactly, exactly. So where should we train our eye for the next couple of weeks then, Owen? What should dairy farmers specifically be watching? Yeah, I think the Class 4 market, even though, I mean, if you're looking at futures, there's not a whole lot of volume trading, but... The way it's been settling based off of, you know, the the product and its theoretical value, it's a sleeper. Keep your eye on it. I look, keep watching butter and nonfat. I think this class form market is what I'm most excited about. We keep creeping higher and higher every day. Class three gets a lot of attention, but class fours, I think there's going to be some fireworks here soon. All right. Good deal. I'll take those. Hey, Owen, <laughs> yeah. how can folks get a hold of you if they want to talk with you more? Yeah, you can uh, find me on our website, everag.com. Um, I've got, I've got, you know, my email, my phone number there. Um, mm-hmm. Don't, don't be afraid to reach out. Happy to help. All right, good to talk with you, buddy. Appreciate it very much. Enjoy the Easter weekend. All right. Hey, you too. Thanks. Thank you. Owen Feenster along with us again, like he said, a part of the EverAg group, and he's down in Chicago. You just uh, jump on everag.com if you want to talk with him more. All right, as far as uh, agribusiness is concerned, uh, tomorrow, our Good Friday broadcast, we are going to bring you more details on what consumers are going to be taking advantage of over the Easter holiday break. And again, I want to remind you, looking for the next fabulous farm babe or Bob Bosold or Josh Scramlin. We're recruiting now. You can find more details about the positions we've got open, Eau Claire, La Crosse, Madison, on our Facebook page, specifically Fabulous Farm Babe. And let's also get ready. Uh, next week looks like we're going to need some rainfall reporters, so get those rain gauges ready to go. That's it for a Thursday. This is the Midwest